This podcast is made possible by supporters like you. Mahalo. And by Atlas Insurance Agency, Hawaii's largest professional agency, helping Hawaii navigate insurance solutions since 1929. More at atlasinsurance.com. Hello, my kako. Welcome to a new episode of What's Going Went, where we start every conversation with that question. I'm Ron Mizutani, and today we're talking about the power of the shaka sign. And we are thrilled to welcome one of Hawaii's finest sons to the program, a gift to the comedy world and our local style of storytelling. Andy Bumatai is here with us today. Aloha, Andy. How are you, and Ron? Welcome to PBS Hawaii in this humble home we call Humble. <laughs> Bro, you get more koa here than Jinoke Avi's house. Gone fun it, man. What are you talking? And by the way, folks, I'm throwing the shaka, but yeah. cannot tell because this is audio. This is audio. Yeah, audio, as they say. I got to ask you before we get started. Yeah. Bumatai, what school you went? Well, and why aren't I? And I love it. What school you went? Because, yeah. you know, <clears throat> I never grad, but <laughs> on occasion, I went go. I was there. So you are C, you are a sea rider for life. Oh, that's right, for yeah. life. You know was coach back then? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah what yeah. a legend, huh? Him and, uh, and Maeda was my, yeah. was my, he was my seventh grade PE teacher. No kidding. Yeah. And, and Larry Ginoza, one of the greatest uh, wow. high school coaches of, of all time. Yeah, I was in football, Because you, what, what, you was what, 1999 grad? I mean, uh, class. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> Give me a break. Look at his gray hair. <laughs> you you get this immediately when you grad, uh, should have grad, yeah. 72. 72. Yeah. 72. You know, I, I want to talk about the Shaka sign. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, that is, there's so many, well, there's different stories of how it started. Yeah. Uh, but there's also different meanings to shaka, and yeah. and you got you got to do them the right way. Right way. That's so how. let's talk a little bit about that. Um, okay. First of all, your 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 knowledge of the history of how the shaka came about. Well, um, th- th- I have two stories. Yeah. Okay, because I did a I did a um, story about it on my show, right? And the first one was Kamana, right? From uh, Kahuku, he had the accident. He lost his middle three fingers, and but he not only worked at the plantation, but he oversaw the kids that were uh, truant. Right? right. So what the kids started doing is they'd look around and if Kamana no stay, they throw their their pinky and their thumb out as a sign the coast is clear. Right. So eh, boom, because that meant, you know, because he no more he didn't have the fingers, right? Yeah, his, his Kalili's fingers got caught up in a roller or something well at work, so he right. lost his uh, three fingers, three middle fingers, yeah. and leaving his pinky and his thumb. But that was his hand. No, he didn't. He, he did. Yeah, yeah. He did not lose his lose pinky his, and his yeah, thumb. Yeah, yeah. Only had, that's all he had left. Yeah, that's all he had left. So that became the shaka, and that's why local people, the real hardcore locals, they put they put the back of their hand when right. they face somebody because if you did the front of the hand, you would see your fingers, and you know that ah. wasn't the kamana because he. Never, no matter what, right? right so that's right. why you, when you like be like him, you put the back of the hand, right? So that was the, and then that became coast is clear, everything's cool, and then eh, and when those kids grew up, right? Boom, you know that's how the sh- that's story one. Right. The second story I heard was somebody in the army years ago. He sent me this long email. He said, 
the single guys in the army back in the 442 days and stuff, right? When they go out, they go, what? You're going out, and you like scored a wahine, and they would put their thumb up. Yeah, I'm going, right, when there was a car. But the married guys, nah, I cannot go. They put their pinky up, right? And the guys who fool around on their wife, <laughs> the thumb and, and the, the pinky come up. Wow, we're going out. We're going to have some fun. And this guy sent me this long, and I never heard that story before. Wow, I've never too. And he says that predated uh, some of the other things. Anyway, so, yeah, you know, pick the story you like. Uh, I like the kids, you know, yeah, by too. the railroad track. Me too. I, I appreciate it. And that's the one I, I, I grew up listening to too is, yeah. is, is Khalili's uh, role. Oh, yeah, it wasn't it, Kamana. What, what's yeah, his name? Hamana Khalili. Khalili, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah Hamana. Look, you got him. You got a little, uh, yeah. Mix up dyslexia, Dys- attack of the shock of dyslexia. <laughs> but it was uh, Lipia Spenda who who came up with the word shaka, <laughs> right? In the 60s, because um, he would say shaka bra, right? Well, not only that, he gave you the shaka a car warranty. Exactly. He was a car, he was a car salesman. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, he, he really brought that home. And then in the 70s, it was... Mayor Frank Fossey, who yeah Frank Fossey. he used that as his yeah a lot of people yeah. a lot of people were kind of offended that he tried to adopt the uh, uh, you know weaponize the shaka for political purposes right. at the time before people used to say weaponize but yeah yeah that was uh, that was his way of uh, giving him a brand yeah and and he uh, used that for trying to seem more local right I want to ask you about um, because. Everybody get their different style. Yeah, yeah. Right? You got the swivel. Yeah. I know you go, I know you folks cannot see. You yeah. got the slide. Get the slide. Yeah. Yes. And then you get okay, you know. Well, well there's there's also the tourist one. Which is that's just hey <laughs> you know, they put it up and they hold it like they're they're holding a doll at a Mardi Gras or something, you know what I mean? And you gotta tell these tourists, bah, you gotta chew shaka like you're showing a badge right. at a drug bar. Kind of on, you know, and not only that, people don't understand. If you close, how's your run? You get, right. you get the, 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 you know, the indiscreet shaka. Right, right. Kind of far away. Hey, how's it run? The arm come up because right, right. because Ronnie's kind of far. But if his brother is far away, the whole arm. How are you, brother? <laughs> Woo! Right, right. That's how. So yeah. you know, it's it's also distant appropriate. True that. True that. I, when you said that, it reminded me of my friend, my friend Merv Lum. Uh, he might he he might listen to this, but we used to drive to go surf Makaha, and um, you know he he had an old car, but he would always you know instead of the horn, boom, a shaka, shaka, oh, yeah. and so that was the, he called that his Makaha horn, yes, <laughs> Makaha. You know, when the hand goes up and it goes way outside. Uh, you know, hey, good fun. Hey, let me tell you my Kauai yeah. shaka okay. story. Okay, this is Kauai. Kauai, you know, one road in, one road yes. out, right? So, brother, lend me his truck, right, for go surf. Okay, and, but he tell me, real serious, Andy, someone show shaka at you. Yeah. Show shaka back, brother. This is my truck. They're not going to know it's you. They're going to think I hi maka maka. Get him. Show the shaka back, bro. Not put gas. Not be careful. <laughs> Throw the shaka back, Andy. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because otherwise, cracks and, oh. and and the, the reputation carries with the vehicle, right? So, <laughs> pe- piggybacking on that, uh, my son uh, went to college in Chicago. My oldest, yeah. And I, I once in a while, I would rent one car to, uh. to drive in Chicago. Oh. And one time, uh, and, and very aggressive drivers, by the way. 
You know, Chicago. Gee, in Chicago? In Chicago. Imagine that. Yeah. But one day I was driving on the freeway and someone let me in, you know, in yeah. front of them. And I just did the full chocolate. Oh, automatic. And my son said, Dad, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm just saying thank you with the shaka. I mean, he, I know he can yeah, see yeah, me. Yeah. He said, he might think you're flipping him off. Don't do that. We're going we're gonna to get shot. Oh, bro. So, yeah, so different, you know, different meanings. Uh, hey, gestures. Here, here's yeah. my Chicago story. I was in a restaurant there doing comedy back in the day, right? Sitting in a restaurant, and I scratched my chin like this. <laughs> Right. right now, what you you can't see it, yes. Rado, but it's yeah. hand on the back with all your fingers scratching from your neck toward the right. end of your chin. In Chicago, that means yes. something very different. Yes. And this guy walks up to me from the bar. What are you doing, you mama Luke? You think you're going to give me that one and get away with it, huh? <laughs> and I went, bah, hey, chill. I was just scratching my I chin. I was just scratching my chin. Yeah, you cannot do that. Not in, not in the Midwest or the East Coast. You Jeff- talk- you're talking to me. <laughs> Gestures are important. Very much. And every place has different. So our shaka sign is, you know, right on, hang yeah. loose. It's uh, something that we all have used through our years, where the yeah. keki kupuna, and I still do it every day. Every I, day. When I was doing the news, uh, and I was anchoring, my um, my sign off every night was was this. Yeah. And uh, it became a part of my every night. You know, good night. Boom. Yeah. And um, one day I, I was watching watching Justin Cruz, who does the weather now. And all of a sudden, he did the double shaka. The double. Ooh, right? Ooh. So I called him up. I said, brah. Brah. You better know the responsibility that comes with that. Ooh, right? I know. right away, yeah. I went, the double. The double shaka is a lot of responsibility. Brah. That's heavy. Yeah. yeah. So I said, and you know who would copyright that? <clears throat> right there. He's funny. Right, that's so, a, that's the Mizutani. But I gave him my blessing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the double yeah. shaka. You, yeah. you know, yeah. you. I I can't think of the shaka without thinking of uh, our uh, long lost comedic genius, Rap Replinger, who had the throw the shaka thing with the who this bugger threw the shaka better than anybody, bro. Sure. I mean, who? It's well, an art. It is. It is. You know, you talk about rap. Um, you talk about um, your days in comedy. I mean, some say you're the first stand-up comedian, local stand-up comedian that mm. ever have come out of the islands. But boy, your journey was was a was a heck of a journey. I mean, t- tell me about who influenced you early in life. You talk about rap. Is it? Is there well, others who uh, were, did you look to? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, I, I, you know, there's two answers to this question. You know, and since we're on PBS, I'll give you the deep one. Okay, <laughs> but I mean, you know, for, the first question was, oh, I, I got into comedy because I never like get beat up in high school, and when you make the brothers laugh, they no they no broke your face, right? right? There's that one. But the other one is that, um, you know, uh, coming from you know uh, a, a poor background and never having the nice clothes, and it became like uh, the word would be panel ply, right? Well, this this shield that you put out to protect you from, you know, the the, the pain you were feeling, alcoholic and abusive father and all this kind of right. stuff, right? But then later on, after I dropped in high school, I dropped out of high school and stuff, I didn't have any skills. I, you know, I, I never went college. I didn't even go high school. So what was I going to do? So I lied and got some sales jobs and realized I was making people laugh more than I was selling what I was trying to to sell, right? So then I said, you know what? There's no stand-up comedy in Hawaii. I saw a, a, a niche to be filled, and I filled it. 
In fact, I billed myself Hawaii's first stand-up comic um, in my first album because I didn't understand that Kent Bowman was probably the first one. In fact, I went to his funeral. I never met him, but I went there and I spoke to thank him after the fact for the doors he opened for everyone else. You know, and uh, when I started doing my research, I went, oh, Brado was right there on stage with just a mic, basically doing stand-up. But I got into it because um, I, I had no uh, skills. But my influences weren't anybody here. You know, you'd think it would be Sterling Mossman and right, right. those guys. No, it was Johnny Carson. Oh, and, my God. And I would watch him, and if he was doing well, I would turn it off. If he was doing badly, I would watch him because I wanted to see how he did died because that's mostly what I did. <laughs> right? So how to pause, how to take the thing. Yes. It, it was it's it's an art form to die. And one of the things uh, and, clarify that. You're not dying, but your joke just didn't well, when they say dying, yeah. yeah, when they say dying, that means yeah. a joke's not working. Right. And they call it dying oh. because it's actually feels like that. And it's not you, yeah. it's the audience. You're killing the, killing the moment. You're killing the audience because right. they go, you know, if you don't get funny real quick, we will kill you. Right. right. So, I mean, I mean, that's a bad metaphor, but it's very close to the truth. Anyway... What I learned from Carson was when a joke didn't work, you slowed down. You didn't speed up to get to the funny part. You slowed down. And and that's, you know, it's like skiing. You know, you got to lean down the hill, which is against everything your body wants to do. But if you don't, it doesn't work. And that's the same kind of thing. Interesting, huh? Yeah. And, and there were technical aspects of comedy that I became a fan of. I liked puzzles, mm-hmm. right? So I was always trying to figure stuff up. And, you know, and, and like now I haven't done stand-up in over two years, you know, and I think that's pretty much over for me. I'm doing online broadcasting it's, now. It's the new, it's the new Andy. Uh, yeah. That is correct. But you know what? Um, Wayne Harada said to me, Andy, you know what I like about you? When the going gets tough, you reinvent. You got to reinvent. I mean, imagine like, I mean, I know it's hard probably for you to grasp, Ron, but let's say you were a news reporter at one time and then you wanted to run a, I don't know, television station. You know, you you have to reach, you have to grow. (laughs) You have to, you have to find a new you. You have to find a new you. That's what I always say about Madonna. Madonna always reinvented herself. Reinvented herself. And going back to what you, you learned from Carson, that technique, I actually used it as a reporter. Hmm? So when I would ask a question, yeah, I would pause. What am I doing now? You're you're, you're drawing me I'm drawing in. Drawing you in, and and you bring your voice down. Oh, because like the commercial used to say, when you want to get someone's attention, you whisper. That's right. It's kind of creepy, huh? Go. <laughs> but do, you know what it works. What do they call yeah. that? ASMR now. <laughs> you know, Ron. I just gotta tell you, babe. And get away from that, Mike. You're getting it too close. Uh, man, good fun talking, reminiscing. Um, you know, uh, your career. And again, I want to invite you back because I want to really dive into. You know, you were so ahead of your time with with some of the content that you were developing. You were part of it. I, was. I don't know if you remember what? being on my oh, yeah. online show. Yes. Was you, Diana Cole, and, and Dan Meisenzall. Dan Meisenzall right. on a show only on the internet. Right. And you had to, and, and people went, a live show? And this was many years ago. 2008. Wow. 
Wow. Right. And you were there, bro. Yeah, and I was like 22, I think, back then. <laughs> no, but but then I was also on your program when you did your, like, Carson, like, yeah, my at, nighttime, at the Waikiki. nighttime show. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that one was fun, too. But yeah. I'm talking about high school days and, and all yeah. of, you know, all yeah. of the Ohana and I mean, I still do that today. I just did it today. To yeah. the, I said, uh, you know, in the morning <laughs> when the bugger is stiff, I want that bugger out. Oh, man. Hey, pretty good, you huh? got the job. Yeah. Bro, man. Um, we'll dive into that in a yeah. bit. But, yeah, um, going back to our topic of, of the, the, shaka. the shaka. Shaka, brah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is a. Uh... Let me tell you the downside of shaka. Oh, okay, whenever do. I shoot anything, uh-huh. right? And you know, I do a lot of that. I'll go to motorcycle rallies. I go to events. You put a camera on a local person. What automatically happens? Bam. Boom! The shaka come out. Yeah. And I remember when I was uh, when I sat in for Michael W. Perry when he was doing Hawaii Moving Company, yes. right? Uh, Randy, who was the producer, yeah. yeah, right. He used to tell the people, "Don't throw shaka." You know why? No shakas. I know why now. <laughs> because, and I at the time I went, "Bro, what you doing, bro? I got a chorasha." If you don't, it's a show about shakas. Nothing but bing, 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 shakas. So I, I came up with a trick, right? I pan an audience. Boom! You see all the shakas come out like weeds, right? So then I pan them again. Less. I pan him again. Oh, what he doing? I pan him the third time. No shakas. Because you're shooting a bike rally. You know what I mean? It was just like, bing, bing, bing. And I finally understood what Randy meant. Imagine, you know, watching Goodfellas and everyone that sees the camera goes, hi. You know, it it wouldn't work. Yeah, they would would flip something else. Uh, (laughs) um, Okay, hey, you don't mind. I'm going to invite you back to, let's talk a little bit deeper into the high school days and comedy. But I thank you for stopping by, man. Oh, you're you're very welcome, bro. Uh, long-time fan of yours, but friend, and good to have you here, my friend. How's your health? Good? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm hanging in there, Bart, you know, and I uh, I do the mask and the social distancing, and, you know, the, uh, you know, with the, with the cancer, it's, it's whack-a-mole, but uh, so far, so good. It's been six years wow. since I uh, finished my treatment, so all good. You look great. Oh, thank you, you look bro. Good. You look skinny, bro. Yeah, now you can wear a cut shirt again if you like. Oh, cut shirt. <laughs> You know what? Hawaii 76. <laughs> but yours said, I think yours said Kaka'ako. Uh, jets. Jets. Kaka'ako Jets. Oh, uh, for having me, Ron. Hey, good to have thank you here, Thank you brother. so much. Uh, we'll welcome you back another day. And um, ah, thank you for all the good times you've provided these, this uh, place we call home, but even beyond our shores. Shaka bra. Mahalo Nui for joining us, folks. Join us next week for another edition and episode of What School You Went. Until next time. Ahui ho. What School You Went is a PBS Hawaii production. Music by Taimane Gardner. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And tell your friends. You can find us on pbshawaii.org and everywhere you get your podcasts.